Hey everyone, and welcome to the Cheyenne Hills podcast, Verse by Verse. We know it's often hard to find time to spend studying God's Word, so we're happy you can join us as we read, unpack, and discuss Scripture every Tuesday and Thursday. We hope you enjoy the program. Across the street and around the world, Cheyenne Hills. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to Genesis chapter 22. And I don't know if we're ever going to get through the book of Genesis. <laughs> Because uh, we just, I don't know, there's like 50 chapters. We're only 20. We're not even halfway there yet. But this is the big one. Genesis 22 is the one everybody needs to set up and listen. This is a good one. And the first first thing it says here, I just, I really don't like. And the first line is a tough one. It says, after these things, God tested Abraham. I don't really like tests, but God does test. He doesn't tempt us. He tests us. After these things, God tested Abraham, and he said to him, Abraham, and he said to him, here I am. And he said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the fire of the burnt offering and arose and went to the place which God had told him. After the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to the young men, stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. Note that because that's a faith statement. Verse six, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and he laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took in his hand, the fire and the knife. So they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, my father, he said, here I am, son. He said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for the birth offering. So my son, so they went both of them together. Wow. Okay. So this is a this is a lot of faith by Abraham. I think if I would have got these instructions, I'd have been doing a Jonah thing, going across the pond somewhat different direction. Yeah. This is a lot of faith. Huge. And and then in a, a three-day journey, what do you talk about for three days when you know this is what's coming up? Yeah, that's um, just the father having this in his mind. I mean, the two guys that were accompanying them, we don't know that they were informed of what was going on. And, right. and from what's said in... Uh, Verse five, I, I doubt they did. Yeah, you know, I doubt no. they, they knew what was going on. So maybe they were chit chatting, but I can't imagine that Abraham had a very. Wasn't very talkative. I would no. he probably kind of locked down. It's like, man, Lord, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, this, I, I see a lot of faith here. Mm-hmm. What do you see in this first two chapters here? Well, and you know, I guess I've been thinking a little bit about there's, there's no questioning of God in, in yeah. other instances mm-hmm. where he, mm-hmm. Abraham either made his own spin on what God was asking him to do, or, you know, in the case of, you know, Sarah, well, she's my sister, right. she's not my wife, Good and, point. you know, and all these kinds of things. But yet, I, so I don't know that it's, I don't know if there's a change in Abraham or if it's just this, there's something specific about this That's request. A, it's just a very unique. Good observation. I mean, here he, here he is, 100 years old, he finally has the child of mm-hmm. promise. Finally. You know, it's been time after time in God's promise, 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 finally a child. Mm-hmm. And now this child's probably, I don't know, it says a child, I'm, I'm guessing 10 to 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's old enough to make some, you know, what's going on here, dad? And he, where's the sacrifice? Mm-hmm. And he says, God will provide. But I mean, this is, 
wow, what a what a test, what a crazy ask of God to say, okay, uh, and after all this time, 10 years, whatever, um, I want you to sacrifice this child. Mm. Wow. It's just, uh, it's of course, it's setting up a picture we know of another father who sacrificed his own very mm-hmm. own son. But uh, yeah. what a what a challenge. And even the location. I mean, it, it, yeah. we know from um, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, I think it's verse 1, that Mount Moriah is Jerusalem. I right. mean, that later on and so it's he it makes you wonder is it the that. very spot i mean i've heard also people say that it's that it's the same place that david actually bought that dome of the rock yeah. mm. there's a big rock underneath there and okay. they believe that was actually abraham it's where he sacrificed or was going to sacrifice isaac oh, wow. and they also believe that's the very place where mariah and uh also mount zion if you will that if the uh I'm not sure about Mount Zion, but Moriah was there, and that's where David purchased that, um, that uh, on the threshing floor, and he bought the temple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they think it's the same spot. Yeah. So it's a very sacred, holy Mm -hmm. spot. And I, I think that's even uh, Onan is mentioned in that, and I think I said Corinthians, but it's Second Chronicles chapter three, verse one, where it mentions about Jebus and Moriah, and all in that verse. Right. That it's the same location. So anyway, he was for sure in the area, mm. and uh, you know it's just interesting to me to think where that might might have have landed. Mm-hmm. Well, let's continue on. There's a lot here. Verse nine says, when they came to the place which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And Abraham reached out his hand and he took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. He said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and he looked and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thickets by the horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up on the burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide as it is said to this day on the Mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Wow. What a, what a picture of faith in God's provision. Um, have you ever, have you ever had something like that? You you just feel like you were all in and all your chips were on the table and, and God says, you know, that was just, you felt like that was a test. I don't know. I'm kind of putting you guys on hitting your flat footed here. Yeah, no, I I can't think of anything, especially to this magnitude. Well, to this but, magnitude, that's yeah. the thing. Everything else compa- <laughs> yeah. pales comparison. Minor. But uh, you know, as a church planter, I I always felt like, okay, so we're all in right now. It's like you know whether or not this is going to come through. Let's say we were trying to find a building to to meet in. It's mm-hmm. like we're having to put all our chips in the middle of the table, and if this fails, this whole thing does. I mean, it goes dissolves. This mm-hmm. church is going to dissolve. Yeah. And I felt like, okay, God. If you don't come through, this is, and you know, time after time you would come through, but I can't tell you the number of times I just felt like, okay, there's no security here. We got to shove everything in the middle. Mm. All our chips are on the table. And if God doesn't come through, he doesn't provide, we're done. Mm. You know, that seemed like it happened a lot. Those, those kinds of tests. So nothing to this scale, but still a test, if you Mm. will, of, do you trust me? Mm. That's how it felt. And, uh, and God has always provided. And you'd think I'd get used to those tests, but it's like anytime there's another test, you go, okay, Lord, here, I feel like we're shoving the chips in the middle of the table again. And so, 
I do think there's, I think if we think about it, there's probably more tests like that, maybe not to this degree, because mm-hmm. we're thinking on the sacrificing a child mm-hmm. that's pretty foreign to us, but uh, just testing us, are you, are you willing to trust me mm-hmm. and willing to his, trust his provision? I've often wondered about Isaac's perspective in all of this. Oh my gosh, And, yeah. you know, I, I, I can only imagine with your kid and, you know, if I do something that one of my kids is like, you know, remember when you said something that hurt my feelings or whatever, like yeah. I will never <laughs> live to hear the end of it. No kidding. So I think about that a lot with Abraham and Isaac. He's like, traumatized. Dad, remember when you almost sacrificed him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I mean. laughs> oh, yeah. You have, you have some guests over or mom. Yeah. Yeah. Mom doesn't oh, know anything about this. Right? I don't think. Mom, you wouldn't believe what dad did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But, or here's the other thing I wonder is, was it, or was it a huge faith builder for Isaac? Well, that's, that's, you know, and I think that's the ultimate thing. It's like this obedience that his dad was willing to do because of God, because God told him Mm -hmm. and then God provided, he was like, uh, honestly, it wouldn't want to be either one of these characters, but I I think I'd rather be Isaac than Abraham. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be the dad. To think uh, that you're going to have to do this because God told you. Mm-mm. And then the questions of, did I hear God right? Was I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, that's, I can't, this story is amazing on a lot of levels. Yeah. That question popped into my mind when, when the angel Lord called to Abraham, did Isaac hear that voice too? Oh, you know, I mean, we, I, in the text, we don't know. I don't know if it's an internal voice, but, um, you know, because you, you were talking about if that was a real faith builder for mm-hmm. Isaac, but if Isaac heard the audio, audible have... voice of the angel, then it's like, whoa, this is a supernatural thing. And it's not, you know, I yeah, mean, God, Abraham turns more hero than, yeah. than yeah. villain, if you that want to call like it. It's like I was just obeying God and yeah. yeah and Isaac yeah. was like, yeah, I heard the voice too. So yeah. I know yeah. that it was a supernatural. Dad didn't just go off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Oh, I'm going to continue on. An angel of the Lord called to Abraham Abraham the second time from heaven, and he said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of the heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore, and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in the in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men and they arose and they went together to Beersheba and Abraham lived at Beersheba. Um, and it goes on for another paragraph, but, but what a, what a story of God's provision. And uh, so anything else you guys see in this story you want to, to wrap up on? Well, I, I know, I mean, in our lives, it's maybe not nearly to the extent of this where offering your own son, but what do we hold on to that's so dear that if God asks us to give up, would we be willing to do that? You know, I can think of a lot of things. It's like, no, don't, no, I want to hold on to that. You well, know, or I, don't. I, I think if we would look, I think there's times, um, I think God is asking, not to this degree, but I think he does ask us, I think he's going to test us in some things. Do you? Can you let go of this? Does this own you? Does this thing, this car, this house, this possession, this, what does it own you? And I think if you'll, I think if we think about it, there's probably some, some similar kinds of things we've been 
maybe challenged with. Maybe maybe you've been challenged to to sacrifice and uh, give a a sacrificial offering of uh, financial mm-hmm. toward a building project or something like that. And you kind of go, wow, this is a this is a gut check. I know we've we've done a few of those, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not sure where all this is going to come from. And then, <laughs> but God provides it, mm-hmm. and you go, wow, I I really didn't know we could meet that number, but it was a faith number, faith building, you know, when you, when you go all in like that. Well, thank you again for just hanging out with us. We just finished chapter 22. We've got, we got uh, several more to go, but thanks for uh, joining us in this. I think one of the great tests of all scripture, Abraham being tested by God and he passed the test. Hope you join us for Genesis chapter 23.